Hi there, I'm Sarah Maxwell. Welcome to the Chief of Staff Board Meeting. Yes, that's B-O-R-E-D, meeting our new audio series. There's a lot of stuff out there, but what actually matters? Anyone who knows me knows that I am a big talker. Same goes for my team. Hey! So we thought it'd be fun to invite you to listen in on old and new conversations and hear from experts in all things stuff. Grab your favorite drink, settle in, and for the next 15 to 20 minutes, we're going to explore the stuff that sparks our curiosity. We hope you enjoy this board meeting. We promise it will be anything but boring. Ready? Let's go! Hey guys! So we're gonna have Sarah taste test this baked bean ice cream. The only thing is, she doesn't know it's baked beans. We have a new flavor of ice cream for you to try. Oh my goodness, okay. What is this? Very orange. Oh, it doesn't smell like anything. How was it? Tangy? What did I just... Beanie? Are there beans in there? <laughs> is this bean ice cream? Yep. No. Oh. Ew, the bean is disgusting. <laughs> oh. Actually, the bean is so gross. <laughs> I need water. <laughs> you guys, they made me try baked bean ice cream. Disgusting. Okay, where did you buy baked bean ice cream? We actually got it in the Anya Heimat pop-up shop off Sloan Street. They've made all these bizarre flavors from mayo to ketchup, brown ketchup? sauce. Yep, ketchup. That one was awful. We also tried that. I tried the salad cream. It was horrific. Salad cream? Salad cream ice cream, I know. I wasn't brave enough to try that one. Was there anything that was tasty, like good? Mm, soy sauce was really good. Really? Soy sauce was good? Yeah, you could taste the sesame. It was really salty, so you could only have a tiny bit, but yeah. it was quite nice. Palatable. Yeah, palatable. There okay. were a few flavors that in small quantities were pretty nice. Some of the cereals, Cocoa Pops, kind of tasted like a cheap chocolate ice cream, one of those powdered right. chocolate ice creams, but it wasn't too bad. So we're at this point where it seems like brands are trying to turn anything into ice cream. There's like Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream and macaroni and cheese ice cream and these like, <laughs> you know, Crazy it feels flavors. very gimmicky to me. And I, I don't know if that counts as true food innovation necessarily. I know what you mean. Chucking baked beans into ice cream just doesn't seem... <laughs> gimmicky, not gourmet. No, yeah. not gourmet. But... Speaking of gourmet, there actually is something really interesting in the ice cream space that I don't know if you guys are aware of. Have you heard of culinary perfume? Nope. <laughs> Sounds cool, though. Yeah. Explain. So there's this artisanal ice cream company, Salt and Straw, which is Portland-based, so on the West Coast of the U.S., and they have been very creative with the type of ice cream flavors that they'll do. They'll do, like, fried chicken ice cream, and they really kind of stretch the boundaries of what is gourmet, I would say. 
but they released this culinary perfume, which you can spray on your ice cream. And, uh, I reached out to them because I was like, what is this? Like, is it a gimmick or is this actually legit? So I had a chance to chat with the co-founder Tyler Malik about it. And it's amazing to the point where I couldn't get it sent here, but I did send it to Dave. So he's going to try two flavors and tell us what he thinks of it. I'm excited to see what Dave's reaction is. Would you try culinary perfume on your... I definitely would try culinary perfume. Because we've spoken about this before, but ice cream doesn't have a scent. Yeah. So it's adding a new layer to the experience. So I'm intrigued. I'd be interested to try it as well. Your scent of smell holds so many memories and is such an important part of... Like the olfactory system is actually so important. So to engage in a new scent or sense in this way is pretty cool. I'm excited about it. It's so cool. I'm excited to hear what Tyler has to say. Okay, let's check it out. Are you ready? Let's go get the inside scoop on culinary perfume. Yeah. Sounds great. Ready to dig in? I've got my spoon ready. (laughs) (laughs) Year after we started the company, I got to go to Penn State Ice Cream School. Like, one of the things you learn is that ice cream doesn't smell like anything. And it's one of those weird epiphanies, but ice cream is just too cold. It doesn't release any of the aroma that you typically get from food. And that bothered me for a really, really long time. They think that the olfactory senses make up 60 to 80% of the way you taste things. Does that mean we're only experiencing ice cream at 20% capacity? So that's something we always challenge ourselves with. And we create flavors where we purposefully use ingredients in ways that maybe trick your senses into feeling like you're smelling something. Yeah, what's an example? We made a cocktail ice cream. It was an amaretto, which is with an egg white, so it's got that foamy egg white on top. Mm -hmm. And I think a really good cocktail like that has that spritz of the lemon zest on the Mm -hmm. top. So as soon as you lift it to your face, you hit with this sweet almondy lemon. Yeah. And so we made a marshmallow fluff that goes through it, which is a really easy recipe. But that marshmallow, the way it kind of interacts with the back of your taste buds, it almost goes backwards into your your senses. And so we put some lemon zest in it and a little bit of almond flour. So when it hits you, the aeration and the sweetness shoves it into your taste buds. So it feels like you're smelling it through your mouth. It's yeah. interesting because I lost my sense of smell with COVID. I had COVID early oh March of 2020, yeah. and I lost my yeah. sense of smell for probably like nine months. I mean, it took Whoa. a really long time for it to yeah. get back, and it changed the taste of yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Things started to have a very different taste associated with them because I couldn't smell yeah. them. And then as my sense of smell has come back, it also has kind of altered how things taste. And maybe if you're eating ice cream, it might have not changed the flavor of ice cream at all probably um, not because it has such like little interaction with your t- with your, your t- actual smell. sense of smell it was just one of those problems in this world that we were angry about in, in many ways and trying to solve through our flavors um mm-hmm. for the past 12 years did you um, feel like you were trying to like create very robust flavor combinations to compensate so. for the fact that you didn't have some there was no like sense of smell absolutely okay. yeah yeah it, it was tricky For me, there was this aha moment four years ago where I was going to these shops in L.A., in downtown L.A., mm-hmm. and I found this perfume shop, and I've never been a perfume aficionado. Yeah. 
But I went in and checked it out, and um, they showed me this one set of perfumes from uh, Imaginary Authors. Okay. And I started smelling it, and it was, that was the first time I'd ever related a plated dish, uh-huh. like, to perfume. And I could feel the textures in this perfume. And that was wow. the first time I'd ever experienced that, and it kind of hurt my head. In Portland, it's small, so if we find someone that's in town, we just hang out. Yeah. And after an hour of, like, talking and him telling me about perfume and me telling me about ice cream, I was like, I got this weird challenge that has been bothering me for my majority of my adult life that ice cream doesn't smell like anything. It's like, yeah, crazy. You know, so we started down that path, and that was four years ago, so it's taken a long time. But it was one of those things where it was just this weird epiphany, like, why what are we doing? This is so crazy. We're basically working with the same ingredients. We have the same style of putting stitch and flavors together, same philosophy. We're like three blocks away from each other. We need to do something. Totally. And we picked up the pieces of this culinary perfume, which was exciting and tricky. For the flavors themselves, the biggest thing was trying to choose where do we go with this? And again, kind of relating food flavor to mm-hmm. perfume, that's where we kind of started. We went around and tasted hundreds of different ingredients and ultimately if we were to make the neapolitan of perfumes what would it be what are the three most obligatory styles of perfumes that right. every maker would have in their repertoire that brought us to a citrus based a kind of vanilla woodsy based yeah and then a really floral based so those are kind of the top three archetypes of perfumes out there in the industry we actually created the perfect set of three perfumes that I thought were incredible. And I remember we brought them to some of our key team members at Salt and Straw and it hurt their head too much, if that makes sense. Really? We made the most beautiful, this woodsy, rich, it was had a little bit of like mushroom note to it, really rich vanilla. What did you spray it on? Foods. You know, this okay. was all edible. Was it like a vanilla base ice cream? Well, yeah, okay. okay. Vanilla. Kept it vanilla. I had it sent to my friend in SS, and he tested it. I had him test it on vanilla. So I have not tried it firsthand, and we were joking that we really wished Smell-O-Vision existed because he was, like, spraying it and showing it to me. Did you envision the lemon to be sprayed on, like, a lemon sorbet to really enhance that? Or if it is supposed to be additive to any type of combination and things outside of ice cream? All of the above. You either echo a flavor, that'd be chocolate on chocolate. You complement a flavor, so that'd be like blackberries and chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Or you create conflict in the flavor, which would be like avocado and chocolate. Okay. Um, okay. I love that. Flavors that actually shouldn't go together, but chemically kind of combine into something really unique. I want to take the citrus and finish a salad with it, or I want to take yeah. cocoa and spray my iced coffee. And I wasn't yeah. sure if the intent is to go beyond ice cream. One day. One day, yeah. okay. I and think so. How do we incorporate the culinary perfume into the kitchen staple? I know. What I hope happens is it's like right next to your finishing salt. Like okay. Right. right. I don't know. It's and like the last so. thing you add at the very end right. to really take it to the next mm-hmm. level. Because we first tried it on vanilla ice cream, and then I was like, oh, this tastes great on the ice cream. I was like, let me just spray it in my mouth. And it kind of has that, like, alcohol harshness of, oh, this is perfume. It doesn't taste like 
spraying chocolate syrup on something. Okay. But when it's on the ice cream itself, that dissipates? That dissipates, yeah. Any alcohol dissipates? So, did it make the ice cream taste more citrus or chocolatey? Oh, yeah. It was like you had turned it into, this is citrus ice cream, this is like sorbet, and this is chocolate ice cream. So, it like completely changed the flavor molecules of the I was putting three big sprays onto my one scoop of, like, I was putting a good amount on. We had just eaten all these pizzas, and I kind of had different flavors in them, so I really wanted a strong... Strong taste flavor? But I was thinking that, like, the citrus one is subtle enough, like, I would use these in cocktails. Oh, okay. Like, to spray yeah. onto a drink. This would be great for all sorts of baked goods. could spray this on a coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spray this under, like, iced coffee or whatever. Uh-huh. Give it, like... A little bit of an extra flavor. Do you think the ice cream was better with the scent on it? Oh, yeah. I think it was just boring. Yeah. Vanilla. So the thing that they list on the box makes sense to me. It said, did you know ice cream has no scent? The ingredients within might be fragment, but at such low temperatures, the chemicals that would normally make our olfactory sensors sing are essentially frozen in ice. As the ice cream melts on your tongue, these flavors are released, creating the magical tastes salt and straw has been famous for. But what would happen if we were to innovate a way to impact that same magic before the ice cream reaches our tongue? And it's true. Right. Like, you're not experiencing the ice cream until it's tasting, until you're tasting it. But now you're experiencing it when you even taste it. So you're able, like, you're looking at the ice cream, you can smell this kind of, like, coke. Yeah, you put your nose down in the bowl and you're like, oh, we're getting into some something good. Something yummy. that was so cool to listen in on I can't wait until culinary perfume comes to London yes please expand here I need to try it it's so cool I know I'm really into it I can't wait to see it expand I can't wait to see how it's used I can't wait to see what other fragrances they come up with yeah that's what I'm excited for to see how else they're going to get creative yeah and you know the three staple perfumes they've chosen right what else they're planning on branching into I think that will be exciting to see yeah I think it's really exciting to see how they've taken something that's everyday like you know ice cream is so normal and elevating it into a way that you know at home you can really experiment which you know that's really fun yeah and like Dave was saying maybe you don't need to try it on ice cream you can put it on your salad spray it in a coffee yeah, cocktails cocktails I'd love to try it on a coffee yeah I, I think, think that'd that be really would be good. really cool. Maybe on a mocha, you could put the cloud of cocoa. cocoa. Oh, I like that. That would be really good. Well, we'll have to watch this space and see. I wish we had smell a vision. You know, this is like the type of thing where you're listening and it's like, oh, I really wish we could, you know, experience that. I know altogether. I wish so many things I see online. Like, I wish I could just smell that. Yeah. We also like to get creative too, especially when it comes to food, because we're big foodies. And... Caitlin and Izzy indulged me on a bit of exploration with vanilla ice cream to sort of challenge ourselves of what we could find in our pantry that we could just zhuzh up vanilla ice cream. So my go-to is olive oil and sea salt. And if you have pistachio, you could crush that on top. But that combo of sort of the savory, salty, sweet. It's so good. Yeah, you guys were, I think you were a little skeptical at first, right? Oh, yeah. And I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow. It's so easy as well. You always have olive oil and sea salt yeah. at home. Really refreshing as well. It is. It tastes just super summery. 
So summary. Caitlin, what's your go-to? My go-to, well, since I was little with vanilla ice cream, I love to have tinned peaches with vanilla ice cream. Can't go wrong. It's so good. The flavors, it's just very summery and fruity. So that's That's easy. It's so easy. Izzy, what about you? So a classic in our house is the Murphy Special, which me and my brother as children would always give to our friends when they came over. And it's basically vanilla ice cream with crumbled up caramel digestives on top. Ooh. Seriously good. Delicious. I love a crunch in ice cream. Oh, that sounds great. There are so many ways that you could actually make vanilla ice cream really interesting. So the next time you look at vanilla and think, oh, that's boring, trust us. Check your pantry and see what you you could find. I think you'd be surprised with how easy it is to elevate it. And if you're in the States, visit saltandstraw.com to buy the culinary perfume. They have a flight, like a set of three small culinary perfumes. So it's a really easy way to try out the culinary perfume. Or I find it's a really great gift for like the foodie in your life um, because it is so unique and different. Yeah, I'd love to receive that as a gift. That would be a great gift. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And on that note, you scream. I scream. We all scream for For ice ice cream. You have just listened to the Chief of Stuff board meeting hosted by Sarah Maxwell. This episode was produced by Caroline Coyer, Caitlin Holland, and Izzy Murphy. The Chief of Stuff podcast is created by Chief of Stuff, Inc. All rights reserved. All right, that's it.